Uh, on Restore the Floor right now, Evan Jenkins, Stoney here, along with uh, Monty Williams, uh, first of all. How was your off-season? How was your summer? Did you relax? Chill out? It's, it's been a really good off-season for me uh, and my family. Uh, hectic, but good. Um, the transition to Detroit has been um, a good one just because of the opportunity, um, the support system here that's allowed for me and my family to get here um, and get settled. And uh, the work that we've put in in the gym has been tremendous. And so from that standpoint, um, although it's been hectic and a lot of moving parts, it's been really good. Did you get to explore any of like northern Michigan, any yeah. of that type of stuff? Well, not as much as I, uh -huh. I want to and or will. You will. Um, I still have to get to a, uh, a cider mill before uh -huh. we get going. Um, and I, you know, I went to Notre Dame and have a ton of roots here in the Midwest. Um, my first wife was born in Michigan, so okay. I'd been here so many times. And so I took a drive to South Bend to go to a football game and um, just driving some of the back roads and seeing the cornfields and all of that reminded me of 30 years ago when I went to school at Notre Dame. You're actually good again, huh? Well, <laughs> we've always been good, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but I did get a chance to go to a Michigan uh, practice and was really impressed with the program, uh, football program. And I, Jawan and I go way back, and I've, I've watched him from afar do a lot of good things with the basketball program. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring the area and getting to know the community in a deeper way. Now, speaking of looking at it from afar, that's how you've seen the Pistons before this year. Now that you've seen them up close, mm -hmm. personal, I'm sure you watched more tape than I could ever imagine on this team. What are you looking forward to seeing when they take the floor? I think the thing that I'm most um, excited about is being able to implement some things that I feel like are going to help us move the chains uh, a football term and, and it requires a lot of discipline we've talked about it as a staff we've talked about it with the players if we can be a discipline discipline team for 24 minutes and then move that to 32 minutes and then to 38 and then in the 40s uh, we're going to see a level of growth that's going to be pretty exciting uh, but that requires a lot of work so when I watch the film I see um, what everybody else sees, but then I also see the breakdowns in certain areas that require discipline. And the, the guys know it, we've talked about it for the last few months. You know, that's something that has stuck out to me. So from my perspective, that, that, that excites me. If we can grab a hold of that, I think we'll be in a good position. Everybody's talking about how Cade looked great playing in USA basketball, so did Dern as well, but Cade, Cade in particular, did you get to see him play out there? And uh, what, what, what is this the sky the limit for him this year if he stays healthy? I've always felt that. Um, I always go back to a game he played his rookie year in Phoenix. And he was in control of the game. He was in control of his emotions. He showed leadership. Um, and there was nobody on the floor that could stop him that night. It was, it was pretty impressive um, in relation to what he did this summer. I don't think anybody in the organization was surprised. I think everybody, you know, he, he put everybody on notice that he's on his way back. And he would be the first to tell you that he's no, nowhere near where he's going to be. There requires a lot of conditioning and timing and all that stuff, and we'll get that done in camp. But 
I'm excited to coach a guy like Cade who potentially could be a top 10, top five player in this league because he does it on both ends. Now, I think it's interesting you brought up conditioning because I've always wondered this. How the, my expansive knowledge of basketball for me was high school basketball and, you know, tryouts and training camp and all that kind of stuff suck. Now, you hear NFL, they go through all these days and everything. What's it like for conditioning with NBA players when you first start yeah, your training camp? I think it's different than what it was 30 years ago. Um, 30 years ago, we devoted so much time to just that conditioning sprints and on the track and a ton of stuff to get ready for the season now um, the conditioning is more basketball related basketball focus I'm not one that likes to waste time um, I don't want to do anything that doesn't relate to the floor and so I think and I hope that that allows for guys to get into the proper conditioning with the ball um, in certain environments and concepts that relate to the game and I think Doing that allows for guys to, you know, get into basketball shape. Um, we're going to play a lot more than we did 30 years ago to start. I think that allows for guys to get continuity, um, but also build the stamina that you need to play in an NBA game. Your first preseason game is Sunday, and it happens to be against Phoenix. Are you glad you're going to get that stuff out of the way, at least your first meeting with the, with the Suns? That stuff doesn't really... Um, it doesn't come into my focus. Um, I don't give a lot of energy to it. Um, for me, the first preseason game will be about us getting acclimated and getting some continuity um, and growing as a team. Um, we're in a totally different place than their team. And so my focus is on our guys. You know, obviously there's a narrative and a storyline mm -hmm. with that being the first game. I thought that was pretty funny when they told me we were playing them the first game, but that's where it stops for me. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned just them versus you guys, and will you change your coaching approach at all? Because you had a team there that was kind of ready put, ready to compete in the playoffs, but now you have a younger core of a team. Do you change any approach that you have? Not on the absolutes. I think there's certain things that translate to every team you coach. Uh, I have foundational things that I'm just not going to change, um, but there are things I believe in. Um, but then there's obviously nuances and, and things that I have to be open-minded about just based on the difference in team, difference in time horizon, uh, difference in talent um, and experience. You know, I can't have the same expectations that I had of that particular team, but that doesn't mean I'm going to change and the foundational things that I believe help you play good basketball. Final thing, mention expectations. If, if you guys double your win total from 17 to 34, is that a fair expectation, or should people expect, all right, we're going to make a playoff appearance this year? I've had an open mind about all of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if we doubled our win total based on last year's standings, that would only move us up two spots if you really look at that and dive into it. So I... I I think it's more to it than that. I think we have to build culture. I think we have to build a system and commit to it. Um, I think if you do those things, the wins and losses take care of themselves. I, I don't want to put a number out there that's too high or too low. What happens when you, you know, don't or do get it doesn't mean you failed. Um, I'm looking at the improvements in defensive and offensive efficiency. 
and I'm looking at the improvements in technical files. We're 14th in the NBA in technical files. Like, we can't do that. Um, we were 30th in free throws allowed. Can't do that. There's a number of things that I look at that go beyond the record. Obviously, the record is important, but I think if we take care of some concepts and, and big-time issues that we had, we'll be in a good spot. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it, and good luck this season. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yep. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, KG.